our bonus episode. Before we start, just a quick reminder of where you can find us. Our Insta, Twitter and Facebook accounts are all at Book Off Banter. And any questions, wanker of the week or suggestions could be emailed to us to bookoffbanter at gmail.com. We thought that we would do a quick episode about us and our horses and husbands because Ben asked if he was ever going to be referred to as anything other than my husband. And it was kind of hard to tell stories about the horses with absolutely no context of who the horses were at all. So that's what this episode is all about. We didn't want to make it typical because that's kind of how we roll. So we decided that we would describe our horses as if they were people. So Carla, do you want to go first? So obviously people know Vince, or me, as he's known on the page, actually quite well. But they don't know what he'd be like as a person. So I think we should describe him as that. So Vince is, in theory, he's a 16-2 chestnut gelding Irish bred. But if he was a person, he'd be like the life and soul of the party. He'd be the one, he'd go like to a house party and he'd be the one like chugging beer from the beer keg while all his mates stood around going, drink, 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 drink. <laughs> and he'd be, yeah, lads, lads, lads. That'd be Ben. He'd be a bit of a thug. And if there was something going down, if there was some mischief going on, Vince would be right in the middle of it all. <laughs> be in the thick of it. Oh, my God, yeah. But he has got a heart of gold. Yeah. So underneath it all, you know, he'd be the one where if you were on a night out with him and you peaked a bit too soon, he'd be the one that made sure you got a taxi home and he made sure you got home all right. You know, he's, he's, he's a nice lad, but he is a lad. He's a proper boy. And Vince's dirty little secret that he wouldn't want his mates to know is that he has to go to the gym all the time. He's not a naturally slim. He gets a bit on the old chubber side, a little bit made for comfort, not speed. Yeah, he has, yeah so he'd have to go to the gym every day, but he doesn't want everyone to know that because he doesn't yeah. want everyone to think that he's a gym bunny. So that's Vince. Vince reminds me so much of Manny. Like the way that you have described Vince is so much how I would have described Manny. So Manny is, he's big, like 17-1. He's the worst put together horse. If you could write an advert for what you shouldn't buy, Manny would be top of your list. He's pigeon-toed, he's sway-backed, he's got feet of a thoroughbred on the body of an Irish draft. Like, he's literally the worst, but he's just... He's the best. And I would have really described him so similarly to you. So he's a rugby player. He doesn't really look that athletic, but he kind of surprises everyone that he's good at everything. He can turn his hand to anything that you would need him to do. He would be a bit of a strong, silent type, bit of a rough diamond, but he'd be the sort that would go out on a night out and you would know everyone would get home okay. If one of the girls was having trouble with a guy, he'd be like, he'd go in, he'd sort it out. He's like an all-round good egg. Sounds really similar. That's Vince. Yeah. They would have a good night out. I think they would. They'd probably outlad each other, wouldn't they? (laughs) So the next one that I have is uh, a horse called Solo, the one that we call Nobber, because he is, quite frankly, a knob. He is a thoroughbred ex-racer, and he cost me the princely sum of £5, which sounds like an utter bargain. It does. Until you realise how much I've spent on vet fees for him over the years. I think that if you pointed to a part of Solo, <laughs> there would not be a bit that I haven't had claimed off an insurance <laughs> policy or something for that. 
literally <laughs> anything that could break on him. I think the only thing that probably is working okay is his tail at this point. You know, he's pretty much everything that could break has broken. But he has got the prettiest face you have ever seen in your life. And quite frankly, that has saved his life on more than one occasion. It's uninsurable, so, but pretty. Is, oh, yeah. I, I, I don't insure him anymore. Yes, that has gone right. The premiums, they just, to be honest, if I phoned up, they just laugh at me. And just hang up. Can you insure this horse? <laughs> Shut up. It's not April Fool. <laughs> he, I had grand illusions of eventing him and he'll jump any fence got the worst style ever but he would always get you to the other side but if he was a person he'd be incredibly he'd be very tall and gangly sort of like a male model look you know all high cheekbone and he'd be very deep and thoughtful and caring and kind but then what would happen is if you were all to go on a night out there'd be some reason why solo would mean you couldn't get into a nightclub so there'd be a big group of you and he'd be the one that stopped the whole group going into the nightclub you know he's wearing he'd have the wrong thing yeah he'd have trainers on or you know or he'd have forgotten his wrong. id a hundred percent so he would ruin the whole night out for you at some point and and he wouldn't mean to it'd be a complete accident but that is just what he does he is the ultimate ruiner of everything he goes and he doesn't mean to do it but he's just a bit of a knob and that's just what happens with solo so luckily for him he's very pretty and so we keep him around he decorates the place quite nice and also i dread to think if he went anywhere else and they like looked at his veterinary records they'd be like how is this still walking around you know he's like literally broken on every leg well my next horse is is called eclipse but we call him pancake because henry couldn't say eclipse when he came and he is a 16-2 warm blood that was supposed to carry me around 130s with our eyes closed and in actual fact has probably taught me more than any horse I've ever bought a lot of it has been why you shouldn't buy a horse without your trainer coming (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) and I think my trainer has now barred me from ever going to look at a horse without her because he's had to go to boot camp at hers when I literally ran up and was like I can't deal with this horse anymore so pancake would be the sort of friend that you'd go on a night out with and you wouldn't know where you were going to end up like if you were going on a night out with pancake you should take your passport because it could go yeah any way you might come home after like a couple of gin and tonics and you might come home nice and early equally you could end up in magaluf dancing on the podium he's a bit of a loose cannon and i feel like he's really good looking but most girls would know to steer well clear of pancake yeah and then every so often an idiot like me would come along be like i can fix him I can turn yeah. him into the sort of boyfriend, you know, that I've always wanted. And then he would just break them and make them wish yeah. that they'd just walked past. Because he's just got that kind of deranged vibe that any sensible mm. girl would know just spells trouble <laughs> and heartbreak. Sounds delightful. <laughs> Do you want so, to? <laughs> um, I'll swap, swap him for Nobber, perhaps. <laughs> If ever we are going to have to sell our horses, we are going to have to hide this episode because we will never sell them. We'll have to delete them, won't we? (laughs) We need to think this through. Yeah, we didn't think about that one. Oh, yeah, let's (laughs) let's do a bonus edition and then sort of slag off our horses. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Solo's fine. I mean, they say he's broken, but, you know, I'm I'm sure he's fine. I mean, he is sound. He's like a boomerang. He bounces back. I mean, that's a quality it's unbelievable. to be admired. It's unbelievable. I think my poor farrier, when she's got him booked in to come and shoe him, I think it's like 
she sort of dreads it. You know, that morning when you wake up, you're like, oh, God, ultimate Monday morning. I've got a shoe solo today. Oh, pushing in nails into his hoof just with her thumbs because his feet are so soft. But, you know, she saved his life. He's still sound. Let's move on to the next one. Paul Solo's yeah. getting a lot of sour So then my next one is the horse that, quite frankly, pretty much changed my life for me. So his name is Chance, and I've had him 22 two years I got him as a three-year-old he was an ex-racer and this was before ex-racers were fashionable um but I was a student and I was absolutely skinned so basically I phoned around a load of racing yards and managed to find one they said oh yeah there's a horse going from here and he was going to go and be put down and so I went and saw him and he was just too slow on the gallops never made a racetrack wasn't even named didn't even have a proper name in his passport and then I signed a contract with him saying that he'd never end up on a racetrack again um, and took him home it cost me a whole hundred pounds and the fun I've had with this horse over the years I'd always wanted to event and he was the first horse that I properly evented I say evented it was fairly shit but you know we had a go yeah he got me sat um and he did so much for me and that is why he's been retired for a long time now because a little bit of arthritis set in but he's always had a home for life for me you know so he'd definitely have a bit of a dad bod now never really been particularly good looking and he'd be one of those guys that had a really massive nose (laughs) and he'd wear sort of like rugby shirts and stuff but you know that they were just like fashion because he's not athletic at all he tries his hardest he'd join in with the with the dad race at school and the dad rugby and he'd be the one they're all going my god he's terrible (laughs) i don't he'd be the last to be picked bless him he's not very athletic at all he does try and he's just he is an all-round nice guy oh bless him well my next chance is belinda which is a nightmare because at the minute I am listening to my dad wrote a porno podcast and I can't... Belinda blinked. Yes, the thing is, I'll be right no. Belinda and it'll be like, and Belinda, and I'm like, this is so wrong. No, this is wrong on every level. <laughs> it really, really is. So yeah, Belinda is probably 16, 3, 17 hand chestnut mare. And I've had her, I think, probably about nine years now. And Belle has taught me a lot. We've knocked mm. each other's confidence. We've had like a real roller coaster. She's had a lot of health issues. But she she reminds me a little bit of myself, to be honest. She's a little bit of a diva. You've got to ask a thing quite politely. And she is actually quite accommodating as long as you keep everything quite on her terms. And, you know, pander to her ego a little bit. Um, it's a bit like working with me on a podcast, it sounds like, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> Belinda is us, basically. She- Belinda's basically me on a podcast. <laughs> Creep around my ego, make sure I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling your Belinda. <laughs> Don't that say that. We're giving them, uh, what's it called, <laughs> ideas for the next book. <laughs> no wonder we've got an E for explicit on our bloody... <laughs> but yeah, I'll come in. Belinda... Oh comes across as a bit of a brat and she would push you around if she could but actually like she was the horse I rode when I was pregnant and deep down she does have a good heart and 
she's the one that mm. kind of sneakily she likes a bit of a kiss even though she kicks lumps out the other horses in the field if yeah but you know she's a real Jekyll and Hyde personality but I have so mm. much time for her my physio laughs at me because Belle gets away with so much Andrea will say oh well Princess Belinda can do that <laughs> because I will always have a lot of time for her I rode her and missed yeah. her so spectacularly so many times so yeah I, I'm really grateful to her so my last one is Polly Polly Pony <laughs> so Polly is she must be pushing 30 now and uh she is my children's pony and I got her when my eldest child was two she was quite old already when we got her and initially we were supposed to get her on loan and then I decided to buy her and everyone's oh no don't buy an old pony don't buy an old pony and then I thought well actually why not buy an old pony because they've got to retire somewhere these ponies they keep getting outgrown and passed on and I thought well no I'll just keep her we got her and she was in perfect health and she was wonderful and then as the years have gone on she's got a bit creaky and she's probably been my most expensive horse to keep for (laughs) the past probably 10 years now but I would not be without her she is my little heartbeat and I absolutely adore this pony she is hilarious she has got a heart of gold um I witnessed the other week Vince she's kind of Vince's best buddy and Vince had hold of her tail and he was like swinging his tail around so I'm like what are you doing you know this isn't normal most normal mares in particular would have kicked the shit out of another horse for doing that and she's just looking at him like you dickhead just ignoring him you know and 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 she's a feisty little thing and she knows what she likes and she knows what she doesn't like rather similar to your little mare she gets away with murder around our place and usually if there's a breakout and she's usually involved in the middle of it she's because she's Polly we let her and she's the one that my husband that we'll talk about later he quite likes her because she's quite sweet and if she was a person I know exactly what she'd be like she'd be big girl yeah but she would be in denial about how curvy she would be (laughs) and she would wear clothes two sizes too small There'd be stuff spilling out all over the place. It's like permanently on Weight Watchers. Like you offered her a, a sandwich. She said, no, I can't have that. I've had all my sins or whatever they do. Oh, I've, had all my, I've had all my sins today, Sandra. I can't eat that. <laughs> and then she'd go on a night out and drink about 12 vodka and tonic and then have two kebabs and three pizzas <laughs> on the way home. And she'd never be able to work out why. She'd, she'd, she'd just make everyone laugh and smile. She'd, have, she'd tell a right good dirty joke. Yeah. Molly. She can just, she's got a right good filthy sense of humour. Yeah, that, that's Polly. And she's aced. She's brilliant, is Polly. Well, my next one is the absolute polar opposite to that. And my next horse is Minnie, who has been out of work for a little while. Um, and I'm not sure if we're probably, probably not going to get her back into work. We maybe give her one more try. Um, she is probably the most talented horse I will ever own. And I wasted her because I wasn't good enough for her and then when I finally was able to ride her she lasted about two weeks and then went lame Mm. Um, so she will it upsets me seeing her stand in the stable because it's like what could have been I mean it is the Mm. insanely talented horse Minnie would always be in gym clothes because you just never know when you might feel like taking a little run she would always eat like granola and 
be up for like let's do anything like we could go we could do spinning class guys come on like it'll be great fun like it'll be so good we can do it as a group activity and all our friends would be like um like no no not now can we go for a pizza yeah like once you're there you'll really love it once you're there and everyone else would be like oh god like and she would always be trying like the latest health kick and the newest exercise thing and she would wear those little crop tops and her tummy would be incredible and all her friends would just want to like poke her in the eye Mm. um so that would be Minnie, and then i have one more and this is belinda's foal who is now eight or nine prem is like a 16 three black warm blood and she would be really efficient and quite business-like she'd always be in a designer suit really smart really well turned out and you'd think that she was quite nice and quite amenable but then every so often she would just be like a total unreasonable bitch and and nobody would know what the hell was going on whether they were coming Mm. or going and they'd be like but she's always she's always so nice just every so often she would just like sideswipe you with the most wankerish behavior yeah yeah but really, really good at her job and knows exactly what she's doing. And But I think that she would quite like a quiet life. Like Prem just really likes nothing more than just to kind of chill out with her food and in a bit of peace and quiet. Her stable's the one that's blocked off from all the other horses because she's like, don't watch me eat. Just mm. let me eat. I don't need to see your face. Like mm. she's got a bit of Belinda in her, but just probably a little bit less like dramatic. So let's talk about we're husbands. Yes, so obviously we've done our horses as humans rather than just, yeah, first, I love that. (laughs) So rather than just being like normal people and describing our husbands and children, we are going to describe them as horses, because why would you not do that? Absolutely. So my poor husband, and I do say poor, because he is the ultimate non-horsey husband. So he has sat on a horse once in his life for about 20 minutes. Um, and he doesn't like horses. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't get horses. He's just totally not with the horse thing. You know, you can see these lovely non-horsey husbands that try their best. And they're yeah. like, oh, I'll help you with a bit of poo picking, darling. No. <laughs> and I do feel sorry for him because all he wanted was a nice house with a car and a couple of kids. And instead, we live on this derelict farm with all these horses. And, and, we've got, and then he's got married to this woman that's got no money because of all the horses. And, and do you think he just looks at it and wonders what, what happened? All the time. I think he wakes up in the morning. You know, like um, when that, was it Dallas or something where she woke up and it was, it was all, all a dream? dream. <laughs> I think he wake, every morning wakes up because this is the morning I'm going to wake up in a townhouse in London with a Porsche outside. And then he opens up, oh, fuck, no, still in Suffolk, still got the horses, and um, still skint. So, yeah, and I, we do laugh because I, we don't think he actually can just say horses. We think it has to, he has to just say those fucking horses. Like, I think that he can't actually just say the word horses anymore. He has to put the F word in front of it. So, um, so I think that if he was a horse, I think he'd be, he'd be like an Irish sports horse or something like that. But he'd be sort of like, oh, God, I hope he never listens to this. He'd be like, he'd be the one that wasn't particularly sporty, wasn't particularly <laughs> athletic. 
<laughs> I feel really bad because he goes to the gym all the time now. But, you know, like, I say this, right, because when my husband runs, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. He runs like, he runs like he was carrying two rolls of carpet under oh his arm God, and someone's, nicked, and someone's nicked him. You know, when, that, when they run like that with their arms yeah. out. And that's when he actually ran, he ran the marathon once. And every time he was training, he'd set off running. I'd go, hey, who's nicked your carpet? It's like that. In your supportive fashion. Yeah, quite. Him. Yeah, pretty, pretty much like what I did to you. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, he'd be, he'd be a nice looking horse. And he'd probably do well in his... So if he was to be a dressage horse, he'd be a fantastic dressage horse. But he'd be one of those, if you try to event him, you know, he wouldn't be an all-rounder. Yeah. So he'd be, if he was a dressage horse, he'd have the flashiest paces and he'd be able to do everything. But then if you try to event that dressage horse, yeah, it would, it would like, all go what? to shit. You know, yeah, he'd be running with his arms like someone had nicked his carpet. <laughs> so that is basically my husband as a horse. <laughs> and your husband is called... Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that, guys. His name's Sam. Okay, so my husband <laughs> is called Ben. Um, I snared Ben, like, really young. We went to first school together, and I, like, was in love with him. He wasn't in love with me, but, you know, I just held out and eventually wore him down. Well done. Perseverance. Yeah. That's, you've just got to, like, stick with something for years and years and years, and eventually you'll get there. So Ben would be probably about 17 one, 17 two, and he would be a really nice stamp of a venter you know like something with a little bit of bone <laughs> he's not gonna like that. <laughs> <laughs> not like a spindly thoroughbred <laughs> he's got a little bit of bone but like he could make the time for sure no yeah he would be one of those ones quite good he'd have a very can i just say something very thick mane and tail. It would. God, <laughs> yeah. Imagine trying You'd to be plait him pulling up. that. Oh, <laughs> that up. Absolutely. God. Um, he'd be a bit gung ho. He'd be the sort that every soft he would just take two strides out and you'd be like, Jesus, what, 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 have you done? <laughs> what the hell are you thinking? You bloody lunatic. You'd come yeah. back a little bit like shaken. Um, yeah. But he'd get you around, he'd do the job. Yeah. He would be a little bit of a sick note. I think that your vet would probably really like. Oh, you owning him because oh, yeah. he can throw the odd curveball with their uh, accident and emergencies. And then when I was thinking about him, I was like, do you know he'd be really rideable? And then I thought, I don't know if we can say that. <laughs> <laughs> with me feeling your Belinda and you t- <laughs> <laughs> and this has got this is going very badly wrong. We're going down the wrong route here. His mum listens to this podcast and that's like, I don't oh my know God, no. call it rideable. No. But he would be, like, <laughs> because he's really, like, a proper amenable type. He's just, he'll do anything for anyone. He'll try so hard for you. Aww. Like, the fact that he's a farrier when he just had nothing to do with horses at all for most of his life. He's just such a good egg. Like, he's the sort that you'd want in your stable. Yeah. And right. Sounds lovely. Can <laughs> <laughs> you still say nice things about you or something like that? I said mine runs with funny arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
dear me. So I call my children children beasts because they are. And they're just quite frankly quite horrific. And they are really, they're, my children are absolutely hair raising. I mean, they're not for the faint hearted um, kids sometimes. They just, anyway. So my eldest is 14. And we call him Children Beast One. He's the eldest. His name is Isaac. And if he was a horse, he would be the one that nobody could sit to. <laughs> he would be bucking people off right, left, and centre for banter. He'd be one of those that just plough through your fencing. He would load. He wouldn't go on a lorry. <laughs> Not a chance that's going on a lorry. He would be blacklisted by every farrier. It would just, but. But he would be very, very gorgeous to look at. He'd be better. And when he went well, when he was on your side and he went well, he would make it all worthwhile. They're the dangerous ones. That's exactly it. And he just, and, but the thing is as well, there's, there wouldn't be any malice in it. Yeah. So when he fucked you off, <laughs> you know, it'd be like squealing. Oh, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm fucking you off. There wouldn't be like, and then look I'm, at I'm, you I'm on the ground you. like, oh, what happened? Oh, what are you doing down there? What you, how, how, how's that happened? He wouldn't be fantastically athletic and sporty, you know, um, because he's that's that's not what Isaac's like. But when he applied himself, so if you found what he loved, yeah, you'd be just on top of the world, you know. Yeah. He'd win, he'd win everything, and then you'd probably fall off <laughs> when he was walking excited. The, I did well, I did it well. <laughs> yeah, so you'd win something, and then you'd be walking back to the lorry, and then he'd just fuck you off, shits and giggles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hello. Okay, so I have a five-year-old called Henry. Henry would be a typical youngster in the field, the sort that you would never want turned out with your horse. He would pull on everyone else's rugs. He would bite their necks, try and get them to play. There'd be absolutely no malice in him whatsoever, but he's just a bit like an Andrex puppy. Um... He would be a bit like his dad. He'd be a bit of a sick note. He's always falling over his own feet or falling off his bike. And he doesn't know his own strength. He'd be the sort that would lean on a fence and then the fence would just snap and he'd be like, oh, <laughs> oh, look what's happened. You know, and then oh, no. bang on the door and the door would fly off and he'd be like, whoopsie. Um, mm. he's, he's a bit like that. And he would be the sort of horse that would be really amenable to break in. You know, you'd be like thinking, oh, what's it going to be like? And then everything would go really smoothly and you'd be thinking, oh my God, like I've really got a touch here. Like, this is amazing. Dodged a bullet. And then you'd just be riding on one day on a hack and you'd just find yourself like leveled on the gravel. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be a bit like, Jesus, like there wasn't even anything to spook at. And he'd no. just be like, what happened? Like, oh, yeah. oh, He's just a little bit erratic. But a good heart. Yeah, yeah, good heart. So we then have got my youngest, or CB2, Childerbeast 2, as we call him, or Oscar. <laughs> and Oscar is, I know, it's when I, when I wanted to call him Oscar, I was like, you can't call him that. That's a dog's name. <laughs> uh, thanks for that. That's a name I really like. Um, so Oscar is nine, and Oscar would be the ultimate event horse. He would be the Nereo or the, oh God, he would just be the ultimate event horse because anything sporty that Oscar wants to do, he just smashes it. Yeah. 
there is not a sport he cannot do and he cannot do well um he does karate he does basically i spend most of my life just driving him around to these sports <laughs> and clubs that's what i do if i'm not riding my horse so he's a good loader but he's oh yeah he'd be he'd he'd load himself onto the lorry <laughs> um he just he gets up on the mornings that he has football he gets up at like six o'clock gets all his football kit on and he just sits and waits for us to wake up to go to football so he'd pretty much load himself onto the lorry he'd be he'd have like the easiest main to plat he'd be pretty much good to go wherever you went and he would be the one you can turn him out into a whole group of fit horses he'd never cause any trouble he's always going to be okay he'd be all right he would be probably olympic standard eventer he can just apply himself to anything particularly physically and he's very lucky like that i know i know it's kind of trying to (laughs) actually wasted as a child (laughs) absolutely absolutely so that is us finished for our bonus episode we hope that that's made it a little bit easier to understand our stories and ramblings and if you tune in next friday for our next episode and in the meantime if you can send us questions and stories for the wine group of the week we would love that thank you so much for listening bye-bye bye